Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. It's been a while since I've said that. It's a new year, and this is the first episode in 2024. Today, we're introducing a new series called The Truth About Series. And you know, it's interesting. The topic of the series came to be because the truth is, I really spent a lot of time thinking about this podcast. I'd spend long days on commutes thinking, what did I want this next podcast season to be about? And as my mind goes back and forth, wavering between that tiny voice in my head that will tell me, you're not good enough, or what value are you even providing? Another voice, a stronger and much more louder voice, will come in and tell me otherwise. And so the truth is, This podcast is a creative outlet for me, a way for me to express my thoughts and perspectives in a longer format, which is quite alleviating since I don't have to worry about condensing it, making things short for the sake of social media. Before I go any further, there's always a chance that there's someone new listening to this podcast. So if you're new here, here's how it works. I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. In the first episode of the Truth About series called The Truth About Being a Creative in a Chaotic World, I'm talking about what it means to navigate being a creative in a chaotic world. Where does the mind draw motivation, inspiration, and creativity in a world that tries to distract, limit, and criticize you? I explore how we find inspiration in the chaos, redefine boundaries, challenge norms, and push the boundaries of digital storytelling. Before we get into the meat of the episode, I always like to start off in a life update slash rant on my current thoughts. As I was thinking about this episode, I had a thought that popped into my head. You know, there was actually this video that I was thinking about for my reintroduction at the beginning of this year, where I had started the video title as, I'm Grace, and I do it all. But then decided to phrase it differently, because as much as I want to do it all, the concept of doing it all has changed for me throughout the years. I glorified being a jack of all trades, having so many passions, offering lots of services, but spreading myself thin didn't actually lead to the outcome I had hoped for. In fact, it only wore me out even more. I think we enjoy the idea of doing it all, being able to attract various audiences, individuals, people from different backgrounds. There's this beauty to it. But appealing to the masses isn't where you find the deeper connection. The deeper connection lies in becoming not only vulnerable with yourself, but also with your community, taking them on the journey with you as you experience life in its totality. And I think it's an art to be able to impact others in this way. This marks year four of running my own social media agency here in New York City. And every year, 
I'm constantly learning so much about what it means to be an entrepreneur. How the things I thought I'd struggle with aren't actually my struggles. And where skills I didn't think I needed are actually the ones I need to practice the most. It's funny, huh? When you sign up expecting one thing and then realize you're working on something completely different. This year, the agency has pivoted again. I'm feeling more aligned with the vision for this company. Not fully there, but closer. It took spreading myself thin to realize I needed to bring it back in. Eliminate some services and clients. Move into a committed era that aligns with my business goals. It's not perfected, but man, do I feel good where I'm currently at. Let's shift into running. I started training for the United Airlines New York City Half Marathon that takes place in mid-March. It's been a whole month already, and things are feeling great. I've been testing out a new approach this training cycle that I'll share more in following episodes to come. I do have some scary goals lined up on the calendar. And yes, they still freak me out. I'm nauseous thinking about it all over again. But the most beautiful part of all of that is, I put my trust in God and let it all go. And I feel peace and calm all over again. My sister Rebecca and I are both running the United Half Marathon and we're running the Bayshore Marathon together in Michigan for Memorial Day weekend. Wow, I'm mind blown at how fast time has gone already. Our full marathon training begins next week for that. I'm looking forward to my fourth marathon. That one will be different too. More to come on that. On the topic of shifting... I've been noticing a shift in social media content. More and more social media users are getting tired of this quick seven second video or the crazy wild editing that is just simply out of reach. Tired in the sense that it doesn't build an experience. It doesn't form a connection with someone else. And to be honest, deep down, I've known this all along. My heart hurt having to explain to clients that their frustrations with the longer form videos I encouraged them to try out weren't performing like the shorter ones. I longed for the days where people actually appreciated the profound and deep form of storytelling on social media. And what do we know? There's a shift heading towards the YouTube style content that used to be so popular back in the days. The vlogs, the chats, the deeper experience-built content. And interesting enough, this actually connects more to the episode we're going to go deeper into. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. The first time I heard the word content creator used in the social media space was around 2018. It was a fairly new set of words that I found quite odd, but interesting. Content creator. The word influencer was starting to become a term 
that didn't quite affect me the same way it used to. And Creator just sounded unique. Special in its own way. Creating content. Literally that. Being in the space for 14 years made me question a lot of things. For some time, I went through this identity crisis, wondering what it meant to be an influencer and having followers, and why a part of me felt so restrained from that very word. It's a vain concept to think of yourself positioned higher than another person because of a number. And that's just the connotation that came with the word. But maybe I was drawn to the word creator because it felt familiar with the term creative. And that's where I realized there was a different direction for me. Growing up, I always found the subject math challenging. Anything in the form of numbers felt foreign to me. I would get frustrated when others would just get it easily. And it'd feel like I was learning a new language. I just couldn't understand it like they did. It made me feel incompetent, while reading and writing was a breeze. Those were natural to me. The words came flowing, and I could easily create vivid stories, simply with words. I'd ask myself, now imagine what you could do with photos and videos. It's funny how things come full circle, isn't it? How the skills you're not good at help guide you in the direction you're meant to go. When things are natural and easy for you, it's a skill. Remember that. It's a gift. And for me, being a creative is my gift. But if life doesn't challenge us, are we really growing? The challenge of being a creator lies in this game called social media. The question is, how can a creative draw motivation, inspiration, and creativity in a world that tries to distract, limit, and criticize you? There is a verse I gravitate towards time and time again when I'm mentally and emotionally dealing with worldly battles. Psalm 62.6 Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. I will not be shaken. My go-to line when the world tries to distract me. However, distractions aren't reasons for us to run away from what we're facing. As a creative, the challenge, and the fun, in my opinion, lies in seeking inspiration in the chaos. There's something so satisfying about getting creative with what was meant to knock us down and turning it into an impactful story. I think that's what I find so enduring about these types of life situations. The ones that you cannot understand or make sense of. The ones that are frustrating, stressful, and overwhelming. But through it all, you know that the storms you're going through can be used to help someone else weather theirs. That's the motivation right there. Let's talk about challenging the norms of being a creative in a chaotic world. In a world where conformity 
often seems like the safest route. Being a creative has its perks. There's endless paths to choose from. The question is no longer where, but instead, which one? A creative's way of thinking is simply this. When one path isn't an option, how can we create another one? It opens doors to new forms, styles, and mediums, and causes us to explore uncharted territories of expression. I can't tell you how many times my brain jumps to wanting to experiment whenever I'm in a season of change. We creatives don't like to be complacent for long. We realize it requires the willingness to take risks, embrace uncertainty, learn from failures, and view chaos not as a hindrance, but as a catalyst for transformative creativity. I stopped using the word content creator for myself because I realized two things. One, content creator was merely a label that I used to define myself as the starting point of where I was going. It was a stepping stone to my next destination. It helped me open my eyes to where I needed to go. Two, content creator is what I am. I create content, but I needed something more specific, deeper, to remind me of my why. Strategic storyteller is how I define who I am and what I do. It reminds me of my why every day when I'm facing the worldly chaos and noise. I absolutely love strategizing ways to tell an impactful story. There's so many ways to do it. The creativity in that realm is limitless. That's why the ideas never stop flowing. When I help business owners and entrepreneurs with their social media strategy and content, I'm reminded of my God-given gifts. In school, I used to be terrible with numbers and I let that define me. Isn't it ironic that 20 plus years later, what I try to be so good at, the numbers, they don't define me now. And when I teach business owners and entrepreneurs the importance of not letting the follower count, views, or likes define your quality of work or you as a person, I know that message has a deeper meaning for me now. Your turn. If you're a creator in the social media space, I'd love to hear how you deal with being present in a chaotic world. What gives you that motivation? I'd love to hear from you. Please send me an email at grace at gracefullymade.co or shoot me a DM to my Instagram at bygracely. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode in the Truth About series. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in.